Welcome to Homicide the Podcast, Homotown Murders, Minisode 1. <laughs> I'm Kevin. And I'm Brandon. And you are enjoying our very first Minisode. Yes, welcome. Of our Homotown Murders. Welcome. Right. right, we wanted to break up your week and add in another little little burst of Kevin and Brandon on your Thursday. Just in case you're not getting enough of us, here yes. we are again. Um <laughs> So, Homotown Murders, obviously everyone knows now, hopefully, that yeah. our little mini-sodes are uh, featuring our listeners who write in to tell us about their Homotown Murders. Yeah, and we've had a lot of interest so far. We've had we quite have. a few people say that they're going to be sending us one in soon. So Yeah, we just did it. We just launched it on, on Tuesday. And yeah. hello. So hopefully this will become a little bit more of a regular thing, but yeah. we'll do these whenever we get Whenever we get um, Homotown sent one. Murders, so. yeah. Some weeks you won't get them, some weeks you will. Or some weeks will be like, holy shit, there's a lot. Right. Uh, but uh, if you have a, if you're a listener and you have a Homotown murder, which is your hometown murder, but it's your Homotown murder, uh, please uh, write it to us, send it to us at murder at homocidepodcast.com. Make sure that it is homocide. Yes. Um, autocorrect. It gets me every time. Yeah. That, Especially if you go on YouTube, if you type in homocide, it autocorrects yeah, those hoes. So just make sure that you're always selecting homotown because we're homosexual emphasis oh. on the o exactly so okay. branton <laughs> yes this week's this is a very interesting one for us to start yeah. off with it is because it is a case that is um currently active yeah and that is interesting so uh this story was actually sent in by ali baston or baston girl if i fucked that up please <laughs> let me know you but probably did i probably did um, anyway, this is about the murder, the alleged murder, rather, of her friend, Talia Patoya, uh, who was shot and killed by her boyfriend. Um, so, uh, before we really dive into this episode, it is worth noting. Yes, disclaimer. Yes, that Brandon and I are not reporters. Yes, we're just not in case investigative reporters. We, we are not. don't do no. this for a living. We do not. We are here to tell a story. Spread the news. On murder. Yes. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're not reporters. We're not involved in this case at all. Uh, and it's important to understand that, of course, all people are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Uh, but that we're really just here sharing the information uh, that's out yeah. here. I will say, though, that... Sorry, what were you going to say? I was Well, I was just going to say that we uh, um, <clears throat> did not talk to anybody in the case besides oh. um, um, Ali, who sent us in this information. Yeah. And we got some um, quotes from their family, but we... Mm -hmm. We are just telling the story from a viewer's perspective. Yeah, and, and, and really from, I think, Allie, Allie's perspective as well, but also with the extreme community that is surrounding um, Talia and, and her family. I will tell you that I, the deep dives and the investigation that, that they have all done on yeah. this is incredibly powerful. And wherever, whatever you believe, wherever Talia is, you know, I, I know that, you know, her spirit, whatever. Uh, is definitely feeling that love and that persistence to to uncover the truth, which mm -hmm. I think is just incredible. Yeah, she has, so, a, has a whole um, community. Yeah, an, an, for her. what seems to be an incredible fucking community. And this is why, you know, people, you got to be a good person because people will fight for you. Yeah, and um, and I'm I'm glad that that Talia has this. this I agree whole crew. fully. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. All right, you want to dive that, in? Yes. This Homotown murder is based in Mill Spring, North Carolina. 
Um, so That's an interesting accent. I know. I don't know what that was. Uh, you're welcome. But <laughs> okay. So at around 10 p.m. on the night of March 10th, 2023, 27-year-old Talia Patoya, who, by the way, was gorgeous as fuck. <laughs> she really was. Beautiful. Um, was actually shot by her boyfriend, Tyler Lautner, who, by the way, if you look at this dude's picture, he we'll looks like the cover he, we will. He looks like he is straight out of the movie Deliverance. <laughs> it's if awful. you have not seen Deliverance, <laughs> it's it's with John Voight. It's awful, and they look like backwoods ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's awful. beautiful I, ass Talia girl. I saw this yeah. uh, your note in uh, yesterday, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I tried not to like breath, bust out laughing. I know if I was walking down the street and I saw him, I'd be like, oh, honey, yeah. Yeah, like, what's that haircut? Anyway, um, she was actually killed in his home in Mill Spring, North Carolina. So, anyway, there is a 911 call uh, by Tyler, actually, who admits to the, the dispatcher that he was holding the gun at the time of the shooting, claiming that it went off uh, while he was cleaning yeah, a loaded like it's gun. it's just a... Which I'll dive into in a minute. Accident. Because, really? You're cleaning a loaded gun? At 10 p.m. And it accidentally goes up? Okay. So anyway, you listened to the nine one one call. I did I not did. because those that shit gives me extreme anxiety. Oh yeah, it was so. it was alarming. I had my headphones in and um, I had my audio up a little bit too loud, and mm-hmm. it was immediately like it just loud, um, and it took me off guard a little bit. But I ended up taking a breath and listening, and it yeah. was I mean it was pretty difficult as as any nine one one call is, um, and uh, yeah, it was it was hard because. He would say stuff like, and he said this one thing a couple times. He said, I fucking hate Glocks because as if it was the gun's fault, right? That the gun just happened to go off and and kill her. Not the fact that he has a gun at 10 p.m. And it was just like one of those where I was like, of course you're going to think that because you are probably... I mean, we're not gun people, so like no. I don't, I don't know the inner workings of like cleaning guns, but I feel <laughs> like you wouldn't be cleaning a loaded gun. Well, right? no. If you're, well, like, I think, la 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 la. I like, think in yourself. the call he said he didn't know there was a um, a bullet in the chamber. Was it his gun? It was. His, I mean, yes. It was. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it was his gun. Okay. All right. Um, now here's the thing. Of course, like I said in the beginning, people are innocent until proven guilty. We're just kind of sharing our opinion to be like, yeah. all right. Uh, just to so, say that's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, and what I said in here is like, how does that even happen? So like, first off, why are you cleaning a loaded gun? Like, you're an idiot. Also, it's really stupid. But how can you... I just never understand how somebody can accidentally shoot someone, especially right through the heart. Right. Right. Like, I, I feel like... Out of everywhere. There's just so many places <laughs> that a bullet can go. And I, I just think like straight through the heart is like, okay. So... And then I said, like, why are you messing with a gun at 10 o'clock at night? Like, go watch a TV show and order, like, a lot of ice cream right. by Uber or something like normal people. Yeah. It's weird. So, anyway, um, at the time of the call, <clears throat> Talia uh, was already unresponsive and, and apparently turning blue. But I did read that she wasn't, well, that while she wasn't crying, uh, that you could actually hear moaning mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah, is that is that true? Yeah, you could. It was it was hard because at first you couldn't hear her. Um, I think he was moving around at one point. I think he said he was moving his car, um, and then he came back and they started talking to his stepfather that was in the room, like keeping an eye on her. Oh, because there was other people at the home. Yeah, there right? was other people like at the home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he got on the phone and he, he must have been closer to her, so you could hear him. Uh, I'm sorry, hear her. 
um, in the background while he was telling 911 that um, um, that she was breathing and moaning. Um, and it mm-hmm. was, it was, I mean, it was awful. It was, it, it, it I started to get emotional just listening yeah, to it. And yeah. there was a moment where I was like, I don't know if I could listen anymore. Yeah. Um, but I guess the only thing that awful. I could say is uh, it's good that he called 911. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, there's, you know, several situations, um, especially if you watch Forensic Files or 2020 or Dateline, uh, where people do, you know, actually, plan something, murder somebody and call 911 to just get, like follow this, you know, yeah. path, but um I do know it was difficult to 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 listen to. What did you feel about kind of Tyler in this situation in general by listening to the 911 call? Um well, there's not much to go off of. He's just in distress, so you keep hearing him say that about guns. He at one point um he said that he needed to go to jail. Um, oh, and that Lord. he said, I can't believe I fucking did that and this and that. And so he like, was like kind of threatening suicide and stuff like that. Too, yeah. Like yeah. That. He said, um, he said something like Talia, if you die, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, jeez. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, here's the thing again, you know, uh, the, we don't know the inner workings of this kind of stuff. And, and really the only two people that know the, the, the true story are really going to be, you know, Tyler and, and Talia, and unfortunately Talia can't speak for herself. So, yeah. you know, it's a it's an interesting thing. Definitely there is some negligence here, right? Yeah. Because you're not checking a fucking gun. Um, you're cleaning it in a weird way. And it's you're it, just to be positioned cleaning a gun with somebody, I just don't, I, it, none of it makes sense. But no, anyway. It doesn't. Okay. <clears throat> Memo call, EMS actually, and police actually arrive at the scene, and Talia was taken by ambulance to Spartanburg Regional Hospital. Yeah. And so I think that they were working on her the whole way, and there's some, yeah. like, um, definitely within, like, the research that th- these guys have done, um, there's definitely some, like, back and forth about, like, what was said in the ambulance and, like, blah, blah, blah. But it's all, um, like, um, unstable. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You're sounding like me today. I know. It's a couple um, episodes in a row, Kevin. I know. It's like not all <laughs> confirmed information, so yep. I'm not going to include it. But with that, um, she actually died um, during surgery when it was pronounced dead at 11.09 p.m. So obviously her family was at the hospital. Yeah. And her mom, again, was quoted in, in ABC 13 News as saying, I just remembered being at the hospital and backing away from the surgeons as they walked towards me. <sighs> I knew it, it was too soon uh, to get coming out of surgery. I thought if I didn't hear it, it wouldn't be true, which that I couldn't awful. even fathom no, <clears throat> getting that news. Not. Yeah. And just a, being in that moment. And I'm sure yeah. everything is just feels so slow and unreal. Well, and, and I, you know, I've experienced my, my best friend died by suicide and I, and it was traumatizing. Sudden and yep. all of it is just so I can kind of relate at, on a level ish um, to Allie and, and her family and friends. Although, you know, a suicide and, and this uh, are, are quite different, but um, that feeling of that loss, yep. it just makes me want to hug all, all of, of them. them. Um, her friends, her family, it's just horrible. It's horrible. So, um, and there's something about experiencing extreme loss like that, that changes you as a human mm-hmm. um, in general. And I can only imagine a scenario like this, you know, um, being, even even worse. So anyway, uh, shortly uh, following Talia's death, um, it might have been the same night, Tyler uh, Lautner was actually placed on involuntary psychiatric hold at an unknown hospital due to the threats that of suicide that he made during the 911 call. So that night, 
um yeah he was put on on a um on watch and all that yeah. kind of stuff so uh i do find this a little bit odd in general because i guess i don't understand how i mean i would never do this <laughs> so i i don't know how i would react in this situation but i feel like if you're reacting in that way um and that's your response there has to be some level of guilt that is present in those moments now yeah, is I that guilt based that. off of this accidental thing sure it could be yeah uh, or is it based off of let me play a role sure yeah is it off of like um fuck fuck i did this, this. Is real I, I don't let know let me figure out how to yeah but it's craft the messaging sorry exactly. totally no 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 you're right then it, and i just i something just doesn't feel right about that situation yeah. right about like that component of it and maybe it's because i've experienced suicide in general too um but yeah i i, I find it to be odd that those were some of his responses but that said we don't know how i don't know how people i respond differently to to trauma and those sorts of things differently oh yeah everybody does everyone responds differently so i can't really speak to that but i do find it odd well so. that's why it's hard with like other cases in all cases really when mm. there's a suspect and they're acting suspicious it's like maybe that's their grieving process so what's the sure. grieving process what in what's them acting suspicious yeah yeah um so local law enforcement were actually pretty quick to charge lautner um, and he obviously claimed that the shooting was an accident. And so they, they actually charged him with involuntary manslaughter, like pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. They actually did that before there was even an autopsy in general, which I find to be really interesting. Did they do any investigation or they just went by what he said happened? So um, I think that this is why this gets a little bit difficult, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's like some claims of him having family and the police. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. that's another level. Interesting, which we all know happens a lot yep. in good old America. Uh -huh. So with that, um, yeah, they just kind of based it off of his account. So he was actually jailed uh, and then put on a $20,000 bond with no additional terms of release. But some unknown person came and paid his bond. What? And he was released. He did not spend one night in jail, like at all. Seriously? Yeah. For for not even just a night, like nothing. And yeah, I mean, is twenty thousand twenty thousand is actually not that much. I remember seeing on their website um, that um, his bail. Uh, what is it? Let me get my note um, on their website, uh, justicefortalia dot com. I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. um, that um, oh, he was uh, let out of bail for an amount lower than that of a man in the county who was recently charged with shooting a horse. So twenty thousand dollars obviously is not that much when it compared I mean, to a something significant amount of money, like that. but like compared to, oh hey, I just shot. Like here's the thing, y your account. Okay, cool. Yes, you got to whatever the case. Him calling in and being like, I I shot her. Uh, she's dying right now. It's, it's it's it was an accident. Oh my god, I'm reacting. Whatever. Uh, at a minimum, there is somebody shot straight through the heart who has now died. Yeah. And you allow the person who admitted to shooting her to go? Yeah. And I'm kind of curious to be like, did you secure the scene? Was that did they were was the family allowed to just go back in? So oh, that probably. there's just no investigate. Like it's just it's crazy to me. So um with that, um everything about the case has actually moved like quite slow. Yeah. In general. Uh and so <clears throat> it was days before um 
a small local paper posted a brief article about the shooting and it was actually really? weeks before another news source picked it up. Which, and we work in, in marketing and yeah. advertising and PR. There was a press release that was put out, I think probably in order to be like, can you guys fucking pick up this story? Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Well, and especially if I'm assuming it's a small town, right? So yeah. something like this does not happen often. So you think it would so be So you think it bit, would be all over the news that yeah. it would be, like the first thing that you would see. Well, so they're saying that the delays in the media coverage were due, um, at least in part, to the Polk County Sheriff's Office, lack of concern about the case. They just overall seemed like they were just not really like, eh, oh well, you know, 27-year-old girl shot in the chest by her boyfriend, darn. Yeah. Um, maybe that's a thing in North Carolina? I don't know. But it's fucked up. So um, now, of course, those are opinion statements but still it's worth you know people's feelings about something are, are quite valid but the fact that that wasn't even like no local i it's crazy that nobody would be picking that up so uh talia's own mom <clears throat> was the one who called uh both the the tyron or tryon hello uh daily bulletin and the wlos about the story and when she first spoke to wlos she was told by them that they had already reached out to the sheriff's office but were told that it was an accident and that there was nothing to report oh so like they just already called it uh excuse me yeah so i'm like what so and i actually put in here when i went searching i could only find a few articles out there so it's yeah. clear that there was very limited coverage yeah in general that's so crazy yeah so um their da there his name is andrew murray uh, has requested and been granted three continuances on Lautner's arraignment, um, stating that they need the medical examiner's report um, uh, before they can the the case can proceed. But by the way, the medicals uh, the medical examiner's report has not been completed at all. Um, and um, uh, if I recall correctly, it's uh, they're backed up. So yeah, those, so those, and this was in, case, this was in March. Yeah. And it is now March of November. Exactly. So those pursuing the case have been told that the medical examiner's office is backed up by nearly a year. What? And that they like hire people. Hello. Um, but anyway, that they're yeah backed up that long and that they cannot expedite any report for any reason at this time. Like this, these are people's lives I know. That, that are just here. Well, just and waiting. it's like, why are you, okay, first off, why are you backed up? Yeah. What funding are you missing or what is happening internally uh, that things are not moving? Or right? is it actually backed up and is there just a lot happening in the background? There could, there's so much that could be uh, contributing to this, but uh, it's it's crazy to me. So anyway, the next court date is actually scheduled for February 27th of 24. So that's almost a, a year after the wow. date of Talia's death. So um, it actually wasn't until October of this year, October 2023, that law enforcement finally responded to numerous months old public records requests. So the the family and more are all kind of uncovering some interesting elements of this case. Yeah. Um, corruption, possible well, corruption, uh, possible like family that yeah. are that are involved in the PSCO that are like I don't know. There's some weird shit, but they're not being given answers. And it took forever for them to actually get their public record re records requests fulfilled. Yeah. Which I think is not okay. No. So um, anyway, nearly eight months later, uh, despite his alleged history of violence and abuse, and despite Talia's friends and family begging law enforcement to take the case more seriously, 
the Polk County Sheriff's Office has made no additional charges against him and has declined all requests to bring in the SBI. Which is like their state's, you know, Bureau of Investigation. So, so why? I don't know. That's a great question for the PCSO. Um, so here's, here's some interesting stuff. So it is rumored that Tyler um, has multiple relatives in the PCSO, so within the, the Pasco County um, Sheriff's Office. Yeah. And that while they... Um, the Justice Retalia team believe that it's more or that it's important to separate rumors from hard facts, which I completely agree with. Yeah. Uh, also believe that, which is why a lot of these are their their claims. They're not substantiated by any means, but yep. or alleged. Um, they also believe that this particular detail is more con- uh, is is important um, context in this case, and that the concerns Talia's loved ones have that those investigating the case may not be doing so objectively should be taken seriously. Which 100%. I completely agree with. So any of these allegations, any of that kind of stuff, they, they should be investigated. Yeah, it, should, it sure. should absolutely be looked into. And if he has family members within that, that the police force, uh, you know, and there's several documented cases of <laughs> shit like this. Yeah. Um, you know, where they're not, uh, where there's corruption and where there's oh, cover yeah. up and there was that kind of shit. And they're trying to protect. That, that they should, they should be able to have um, the state's Bureau of Investigation come in. Yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, and it's weird that they that they don't want that to happen, especially so. in a case where they know somebody. Like mm-hmm. that just feels like it's a like a no due diligence. Like you're covering all your basics bases. Sure, <laughs> completely agree. So Talia's family and friends have made repeated requests to the PCSO uh, and the DA, DA Murray, to bring in the SBI to ensure an impartial investigation. All of their requests have either been dismissed as unnecessary or completely ignored in general, which to me, I'm like, that makes zero sense. No, because even, even uh, here's the thing. If they have proof, solid proof that this actually absolutely was an accidental thing and whatever, where is it? Yeah. Right. Because you cannot base this one thing off of just this dude being like, Oh goodness. I was cleaning my gun at 10 PM and it was loaded and I accidentally shot somebody straight through the heart. Yeah. But he still hasn't been convicted of anything yet. They haven't gone through trial. So for them even to say that to ignore it and not be doing anything, it's like technically you are supposed to be doing your investigation and looking into what I, what I put in here is like, why, why would the PSCO and DA not take a look at this case? Right. Or not at least allow the SBI to take over. Like, and I put in here, what evidence other than Tyler's account do they have to not investigate it further? And if they have it, why are they not sharing it in general? It makes zero fucking sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. In the meantime, Tyler is just walking around. He's free. And uh, apparently he's allowed to own weapons. I don't get that. I'm sorry. Why is that a thing? If you are convicted of killing anybody, especially with a gun, you should not be able to own a gun. I know. And apparently the DA, DA Murray, has been asked about this. And he has stated that he just doesn't really know if if Tyler has guns, has access to guns or not. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. What? Yeah. And I said convicted. I mean charged. Charged. Yeah. He's not convicted. Yeah. Um, And it's all alleged, right? Like we're... Yeah. yeah, but um, here's the thing. Here's my opinion. If you have shot and killed another human, um, I don't think that you should have access to guns. No, in general. No. Now, if you obviously like anything in life, it, there's a gray area. I know that. Uh, in general, and by no means do I think people should not have guns. Do I think yep. people should have automatic weapons? No, I do not. But um, that's why we all vote, right? But <laughs> I do think that people have a right to to arms. Yeah, for sure. Um, however. 
if you're in a scenario where you're like somebody is trying to kill you um, or they're like breaking into your home and, and of course you've had to to defend yourself in that way, that's a little bit different. But if you are accidentally, you have accidentally shot somebody while cleaning a gun again at 10 p.m. at night for no fucking reason, straight to the heart, right. you should not have access to guns. No, and like as you're talking, my mind is going to this man was cleaning a gun at 10 p.m. on a random ass day. Yeah. Of course he has more guns. If he's going to be cleaning his gun at 10 p.m., he for sure has more guns if he's going to play with them for no fucking reason. And I feel like there's like things in my life that I like should be cleaning that I don't even do. So like the thought to like, I'm going to sit down and clean my gun when I like, I don't even clean up my vacuum. <laughs> right. Like I, it's just it's weird. I, yeah. And maybe that was a normal thing for them. Like that, that they would be like hanging out and it's like so romantic for me to like watch you clean your gun. I don't know. Yeah. But I highly doubt that, but it's just a, I don't know. He should not have access to guns. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, in October of this year, the, um, the sheriff's office did post a press release on Facebook along with a Q and a about the case. Uh, and in it, they actually complain about the many baseless rumors and speculations circulating regarding the investigation and prosecution of this case. Oh, that's cool. Um, and at several points, they seem to indirectly refer to the posts from the Justice for Talia Patoya Instagram page, which I think is really interesting. But I, there's something to be said. There's something I want to say about this, and that is I always feel like oftentimes, I know that police have a job to do. I know that investigators have a job to do. But empathy seems to not be an there. element <laughs> for it just seems to be an element that's missing often. Yeah. And it's like, put yourself in for all of these police and investigators. Let's say your daughter was shot and killed. How would you feel? Right. Put yourself into the their shoes position. of position. Yeah. yeah they're to, into their shoes and imagine having no answers, um, trying to push a case through that you feel is being ignored yeah. because there are actually, because you have, um, information to support that you think that that Talia could have been yeah. murdered and it wasn't I mean, accidental. Like imagine being in that and then you're making statements like this and you're yeah. being dicks and not releasing information and not, it's just, I, it, no, it, it, it totally lacks empathy. And it's like, it, yeah. it's these people's daughter and friend and loved one. And they're traumatized or traumatized mm -hmm. about what happened. And they're feeling like nobody is there helping them and the people yeah. that are supposed to be, aren't and so saying something like that is just basically telling them to go fuck off yeah yeah it's awful and that we're not going to do anything about it yeah which is seems to be a thing so um anyway the uh in their um notes or their what they sent to us what ali had sent to us is uh, something that i think is a um a cool a thing I wanted to read. And that, that basically says that those of us who care about this case refuse to give up. Um, and so far over $21,000 has been donated to help Talia's family cover legal costs in pursuing justice for their daughter, uh, which is incredible that, that people have donated and, and really care um, about this for them. And I, um, I encourage, uh, you know, listeners or anybody who, who wants to, uh, you know, really understand uh, kind of the uh, allegations. And, and here's the thing there are to support, but there are, and we're, I'm not including it in this episode because they're all um, allegations. We included some anyway, but there is like a lot of stuff. That's like a history of corruption within the P um, SCO or PCSO. There's actually a lot of um, 
uh, allegations of, of quite a bit of corruption in general, like with elections and I don't know, there's like a lot, but then there's also a lot of allegations about their relationship in general and how he treated Talia. Yeah. Um, and it's some uh, creepy stuff in yeah, general. Like what? I'm, I'm, we didn't, I didn't include a lot of stuff just for, for the sake of time, but also just because I want to be uh, careful with allegations in general, but the um, sheriff's office, there is yeah. some, and just the, the area, there's some like stuff, right? In like 2021, there was a deputy that was fired over time card fraud. Oh. Um, there was a, char, a car chase that ends in a suspect's death. And um, the FBI was like not called. Um, the chase crossed state lines and all this kind of stuff. A deputy was involved in it. Oh, um, a couple claims that they were um, uh, a couple claims that they were held hostage by the sheriff's office. Like, there's just oh a lot God. of shit of like weird in stuff this, in just this random <clears throat> yeah. mills, in this what, random spring town, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, which I think is is really interesting. There's been like resignations with some stuff because of uh, like in, in November 2008. Um, there was a sheriff, Abril, that uh, had to resign because of uh, a rape trial scheduled to resume in new jurisdiction. Um, outcome of charges against Abril, a guilty plea, two counts of felony solicitation to take liberties with a minor. Like, there's some weird shit yeah. in general um, that's happening there. And the cool thing is, is that... Well, I mean, like, it makes sense for how they're acting with, with yeah. this case if they're just like, screw you guys. Exactly. Of course. Well, and they sent us like, they sent us like a history of Polk County... Um, um, North Carolina's sheriff sheriff's office in general, and listen um, to everyone that's like kind of really pursuing this. You guys have done like an amazing job into yeah. like really getting digestible information in, into the case in general. But you know, corruption is is corruption, and and it, typically there is like a history of it. Oh yeah. And so I think that again, all allegations, it's all alleged, but it, it is worth noting, especially if they're pursuing something with the the State Bureau of Investigation yeah. for sure. But uh, there is a couple of things. When it came to Tyler um, and Talia's relationship, that I found to be interesting, um, and that is that there's some alleged calls to nine one one that could have happened by Talia, um, and uh, it says Talia. Okay, so it says like March twenty twenty three. The date's kind of unknown, but a unknown person calls nine one one regarding regarding Tyler's violent behavior towards Talia. Um, and that according, like there's records of that. Yeah. And so Talia would not have used her own phone for this because Tyler used to take her phone away from her. What? Yeah. So anyway, that those kinds of things. So I think he was are, like the, a little bit of a toxic masculinity kind of human of what I'm. Yeah. Gathering. Or like a controlling type of scenario. I don't know, you know, that kind of stuff in general, but they have a, a, a comprehensive timeline that they sent us as well, which I think is like really, really interesting. And it yeah. kind of goes from like their, the beginning of their relationship, you know, basically until she was, was murdered. And, um, and some accounts from people um, uh, that were in their lives and that kind of stuff. But um, it says uh, it's claimed that Tyler would use guilt and manipulation um, in general to kind of get what he would want. But um, according to some people, like he used to just show up where she worked at the Flying Saucer and camp out at the bar to watch her. Um, well, that's fucking weird. I know. Like, there's just some things that are like, ooh, so, this like, is screaming some weird which shit. Which I'm glad that you've brought all of this up because yeah. that kind of goes into not necessarily motive, but the um, his emotional state. So 
Was mm-hmm. he cleaning a gun? Was he, did he get upset about something and he's saying that? So I think that gives a little bit of context, which makes it a little bit more interesting and has another level to it. Yeah. Well, and I think there's even, which some, again, it's still all uh, alleged. Everything is all alleged. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, there's other stuff like uh, apparently Talia told uh, one of her friends once that um, she's like quoted as saying Tyler would kill me if he knew I was talking to you. Uh, he got mad at me last night for what I wrote um, or what I wore to the concert. So yeah. there's just, there's like several elements of like proven unhealthy traits yeah. ugh, that well, came from him. I mean, that's also part of an abusive relationship too, right? So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure she felt like she couldn't go because I'm sure he did things that kept her to stay. Yeah. Well, which... apparently he didn't, he didn't want her to have any male friends either. So when you have, I feel like that's such a, like a white straight, straight male thing. kind of thing. I don't know. It's I think it's fucking from weird. backwards but, deliverance. <laughs> stop it. Uh, <laughs> I agree, but I I just think that it's, I don't know. It says like um, she had a friend TJ, um, in general, but like confirmed that like he didn't. Tyler did not like other men talking to her, um, and that. Um, yeah, so that there's a lot of that kind of stuff in general, but um, yeah, there's uh, even a point where Tyler like shoved Talia um, so hard that he knocked her off her feet and into thorn bushes. Oh and somebody witnessed it and actually called nine one one. Oh my gosh. Police came, but Talia refused to press charges. Um, there's no report. Yeah, it's just crazy. So if yeah, there's all of these reports of this, why wouldn't the police look more into this and say? And not say, oh, it's an accident. Well, and it's even alleged that later that same day that he had pushed her like that, that he went back to, they both went back to uh, where Tyler was living at the time. The fight kind of continued there. During the argument, Tyler shot a gun in anger, narrowly missing his grandpa. Um, No one was harmed in it. So it's like, okay, Okay. all right. Yeah, so, yeah, why wouldn't you look into this case? I don't know. But it's interesting because there was even like on that same time, there was a call that was made and somebody could hear Tyler shouting about Tali in the background along the lines of come get your girl and calling your names and, and whatever. And there, so there's just like situations where this relationship seemed to be quite unhealthy. And, uh, um, and all of these things, I think they're like building this comprehensive timeline because I think that it supports the narrative it certainly supports the narrative to have an investigation. Yeah. To at least have sure. somebody come in yeah. and do a thorough report on it. Yeah. Um, and their aversion to it, um, feels guilty. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's interesting. I think that, um, I, I don't know. I just I feel bad for her. Um, Obviously, but in general, I think that there is enough, even with this comprehensive timeline. Now, again, all of these, this is all kind of circumstantial, right? Like it's like, well, I heard this, I saw this, I did whatever. But there are definitely some some moments in here where it's clear that that some nine one one calls were made, like some police were involved in some stuff. Like there were there were clear signs of some stuff. But even when it came to like their friends and family, they witnessed some of this bad shit. Yeah. And so. At minimum, it should still be looked at. You know, could now could it have been what he said? Sure. You know, that's that's why we have a judicial system. Like that that's why an investigation needs to take place and yeah, things need to absolutely. happen and there's a jury and all that shit. Um, but you know, uh, but could it be the other way? 
you know, that it was, you know, premeditated or not, you know, he, they could have gotten into it and this was the time instead of shooting a gun and, you know, whatever he shot her. So, because he's done that clearly before. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot here. It's an open case. I believe um, right now it's moving quite slowly, which sucks, but you know, um, well, hopefully there'll be some answers and we can keep everybody up to date when we find out more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, though we'll definitely do an update because the, the cool thing they're not, the, well here, yes, the cool thing is, is that they have a lot of people that are showing up to court dates and, um, members of the community uh, are, are just involved and they're going in attendance and uh, the people that love Talia continue to create art and share pictures and videos and, and host events and everything to just spread awareness and, and really to keep her story and her memory alive, but certainly to, to push for this case uh, for sure. So there's a couple of things that I think that I wanted to share in general, and that's um, Talia's family uh, has a GoFundMe. And so I uh, will definitely share that into our episode notes uh, and into the YouTube description for sure. Uh, and I encourage you to go to the website. It's uh, friendsoftalia.com. Uh, and um, uh, go check it out. Go read up a little bit more on it. And definitely you know, go to social on, on, um, on Homicide Podcast to share what your thoughts are yeah. in general. But then they're also on social media. And so uh, Instagram, it's justice underscore four underscore Talia underscore Patoya. And then Facebook is just justice for, um, for Talia Patoya. So uh, you have a few quotes. Right? Yeah, we uh, uh, reached out to Allie to see if herself or any other friends and family had any messages that they wanted to say about Talia. Yeah. Um, and so the first one is from, um, from Allie, and it's, Talia was the best human I have ever had the pleasure of knowing. She taught me so much during our time together. I already I messed that up. It's the only thing that I've, I've read today. <laughs> Literally. You want to try that again? Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'll do that one more time. Okay. Talia was the best human I ever had the pleasure of knowing. She taught me so much during our time growing up together. I will, rem- I will remember her laugh, infectious smile, and humorous approach to even the most difficult to navigate situations. There will never be another person uh, quite like Talia Patoya. That's really, really sweet. Yeah. And- um. That's sweet. There's one above that too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so the the uh, another one we have is Talia was a firecracker of a human being, absolutely fearless. It's tragic that one of our best, most memorable things about her left her vulnerable to harm. Mm. Um, Emily uh, Shanahan. And then the last one, um, Ali shared um, uh, Instagram post. Uh, with a quote from Talia's mom, Julie Daniels. Oh, Julie. Yeah, it says, I don't think they investigated it. I don't feel they want justice for my daughter. I feel they want to brush it under the rug and move on. We want to make sure she does actually get justice and not just some semblance of justice. Which I think is uh, an incredibly fair statement. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an interesting, this is an interesting kind of homotown murder because it's a little bit more serious, obviously. Um, And it's a little bit, it's newer. And and certainly there's, you know, they're fighting for justice here. They're they're fighting for, at minimum, an investigation into something that should have been investigated. Yeah. Which I think is just not a big ask. It's not. In general, I don't. It's not. And good for them for pushing through and... um, trying to find out more and figuring out more and keep going. I agree. So Allie and everyone that's in, um, in Talia's corner, we hope that we, that, that this helps a little bit yeah. uh, to spread some awareness um, in general. 
and uh, uh, keep us updated. Let us know, kind of, especially as the trial goes on and that February date and whatever. Uh, definitely keep us abreast, yeah, uh, so that we uh, can share some news with our listeners. Yeah, and um, thank you for sharing it. it with us. Yeah, yeah, it means I'm a lot. I'm glad that we have somewhat of a platform to be able to do yeah, stuff like this. Me too, and um, you know, uh, I can, you know, so sorry that you lost uh, Talia to um, senseless gun violence. Uh, which is really kind of what it is. I'm still hung up on this dumb fuck that's cleaning a gun and <laughs> accidentally, I, it just makes zero sense. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to feel bad about calling him straight out of deliverance because that's what he looks like. <laughs> uh, and Talia was just such a gorgeous human. So she was. It's, I'm, I'm sorry that that happened. Um, and I do hope that um, some stuff gets moving and certainly hopefully that examiner's report, ugh, they're so backed up, but hopefully that can come out and actually aid in I could I could understand how something they're being like we need this yeah um, which I which I could understand um, for sure but no reason that that should be that long and he that motherfucker should not if he he just should not be having access to additional weapons when he's already killed someone accident or not I, I agree that's just weird but yeah awesome. anyway right, so well, well, keep us you, updated yeah and if anybody listening has a a homotown murder they want to send our way again yes. our emails murder at homicidepodcast.com yeah uh, feel free to send us what you got please send us in yeah and and typically you know obviously where we deliver um murders and like a um our little homosexual lighter. selves lighter uh way this one's a little bit more serious uh in general but yeah send us all your shit uh, because we would love to to dive in and just uh, tell some stories here. But yeah. uh, if you have a live case, a live case. If you have an active case uh, like this one, we of course will always share that too. So anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah. Our very first Homotown murder. Yes. Again, don't forget to rate and subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. Do all of the things boom. on all the platforms. Boom, 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 shakalaka, boom. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye. Bye.